The 12 Days of Restless, Day 5. So shall we head back into the 12 Days of Restless? The 12 Days of Restless, we're back! The 12 Days of Restless, we are back. Here we go. So Pastor Michael, I am pretty excited for this day's bonus because of something that happened on Twitter that I hope you haven't seen. And it gives us a great opportunity for something I wanted us to get to do because obviously with the Deacon of God, the Deacon of God, our Kindle book. It's uh, out, everybody. Go get it. now. You can go get it right now. You don't even have to wait. You could pause this or just let it keep going. Open up a different app. Go onto your computer. Wherever you're listening to this, you can right now go and buy the book. Find it on Amazon on Kindle. And so while we are covering a lot of kind of cultural topics along with it, I did want to have at least one opportunity to just discuss some theology and even just discuss the, the gospel. And fortunately, Twitter, as, as, as is always providing us content, has given us that opportunity. And so, Pastor Michael, we are going to discuss a great Yoda tweet. We are going to discuss a Yoda tweet from the chief Yoda tweeter, who is Dr. Timothy Keller. Oh, see, now that you're saying this, I think I maybe saw this. Oh, okay. I, I well, thought maybe I hadn't, but I, now that you're saying it, I think okay. I maybe know which one this is. Well, th- that's okay. We, we still have, we. this will still be great, even if I can't fully uh, surprise you with it. So, so lat- yesterday, as of this recording, uh, Dr. Keller uh, posted a tweet. And so, first, I think how, we'll have you try and finish it. You don't have to finish it in a Yoda fashion, but tell me how you would finish this sentence. So, First half of the sentence, because I think this is basically normal. The heart of the gospel is the cross. Now, Pastor Michael, and what is the cross about? How would you finish that sentence? If you were going to tweet this out, I'm, I, we're doing some Yoda tweeting training for you as okay, a pastor. Okay, Yoda tweeting. If I'm to, and so the, am I answering this as me or am I answering no, no, this no, no. as got, Yoda? You got you to gotta answer this. This is you're gonna you're gonna post this out because you're now a. A social media post. Right, so, so I get those so, really cool quips. That's right. So you have to start with the same half of this sentence. I'm not telling you how he ended it yet, but you may already know. So how would you post, the heart of the gospel is the cross, what would be your second half of this tweet? There, So I don't remember the exact detail. I, I'm pretty sure I saw this tweet. I'm so sure I feel like did. this is cheating. It and is It's not cheating. as good as it could have been. No, no, but, but it was something, you know, it'd be something like, you know, um, uh, therefore, you know, sacrificing yourself or sacrificing your life is, you know, of the mm-hmm. utmost importance or something like that, right? So that's a, that's a reason, actually, that's a pretty reasonable statement you're going with. How would you finish it for yourself? Not in a... That's a, so there's so much, right? Sure. This is why I don't like little quippy lines like this because, uh, you know, if the heart of the gospel is the cross, uh, this is, you know, I could say... Um, you know, where uh, we are forgiven of our sins. Um, I would, you know, the heart of the gospel is the cross uh, where God's wrath was poured out. Uh, uh, You know, the heart of the gospel is the cross um, where, you know, uh, we were completely cleansed by the blood of Christ. So, I mean, I could just, there's so much, right? There's so many places you could go with it. In all of your answers, including your attempt to recreate this tweet, I think may have been better finish ways of finishing this tweet than how it was actually completed right so so here was the tweet that required tim keller as he rarely does to come by and try and clarify what he said and we'll we'll get to those clarifications in a second and we'll see 
what pastor Michael I don't know thinks. how you find this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's, it's my job as the host. That's right. The heart of the gospel is the cross. And the cross is all about giving up power. <laughs> I couldn't even do it just <laughs> flatly. So is that what the cross is all about? Oh, man. All about. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like that's just a sloppy way of putting it, right? So mm-hmm. I could, I could see how, I mean, this is, this so, is win some winners. So yeah. I want to, so I want to go actually, to bat. This is definitely dollar. what I think is important for us to do. Give us the, the most, maybe norm, like the most normative reading of, of what this was about. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see this being the kind of tweet that's saying, hey, like the Christian life or Christian victory, uh, the way that the Christian life is lived is not one of pure triumph. Mm-hmm. It's not one of, you know, uh, pure, uh, complete, everything's going great. Everything appears in a worldly way to be victory. However, the giving up of that power is actually the means of attaining victory, right? So it's, this is the, you know, uh, you know, in order to follow after Christ, we too have to take up the cross. In order to save our lives, we actually have to lose them for his sake and for the sake of the gospel. Uh, so that, like, that's how it would read to me in mm-hmm. like the kindest, you know, nicest light. Right. And I think that that is an, I think that that is the, the, the kindest reading. You're working hard to read it that way, one. Two, I think the, the biggest problem with that is, is when we're including the category of the gospel in that. Because you are talking about, a, a, and which, which we'll come to in his uh, explanation, a very scriptural and positive thing, which is following Christ's example. That is different than what this insertion of the heart of the gospel being the cross, right? And the cross then being all about an exemplary action is even in in this positive reading is a problem because actually the cross even in the best reading you're giving it isn't actually about giving up power it's about jesus defeating death satan and all sin right it's still a powerful act right it's the first corinthians idea of that god's power is so powerful that in his he brought in weakness right in in weakness yes he is victorious right and that that is in one way a motivation of our christian life to accept servitude to accept uh no praise because we do know that's how god works and so i do think what you're talking about is the way to read it and here's the and i think here's the two ways our listeners are going to listen to this there's either the person who's going to with you being winsome winter they know it's winsome winter and they are going to work to understand this in the most positive way and i think that's okay and is a generally positive trait i think the other way a person who's a perhaps more cynical more (laughs) unlike the restless podcast anyone on the restless podcast i think they're going to read this as what we might call the mont and bailey fallacy uh which is where you make a kind of outrageous statement you can't defend and then you couch it in language you move it back to a place that is very very defensible Right, And so I think those are the two ways of doing it. I think what has caused this tweet particularly to get the attention it does is that it is, would you say it's clearly trading in the kinds of uh, popular kind of language that happens today? Oh, obviously, right. So I was even thinking, you know, if this was coming from 
relevant magazine, say, sure. instead of Tim Keller, yeah. I would read it differently. Right. Right. I know that Tim Keller has um, a like a, a more solid theological and biblical grounding in which he is speaking this. Let's let's say no question about that, right? That that even if you are the most cynical, when we level everyone out there, that is a mistake. I think this is a bad tweet. I'm with you, cynical person. <laughs> but we can't make this the same as our friends at Relevant who right earlier in this beautiful 12 days of restless we talked about they're saying the Bible's an idol now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so we can't level this, right? But but what is this? Yeah, you are going on. What is the kind of cultural discussion around this idea? Yeah, well, it's really, it's this, right, it's the idea that those who have, you know, power, privilege, um, any, like, those who are wealthier, things like that, um, by necessity, need to be giving those things up to others, right? So it's, in, in other words, like, all kinds of hierarchy in any way, you know, economic, uh, just, you know, influence, things like that, that there's a, there's a certain way, and this isn't actually quite true. What What is said is that, like, these people need to be giving what they have away because that's, you know, the heart of the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, the idea is not that it would then be, you know, equally distributed. It would, it's just that, you know, when they do that, they somehow gain more influence. They gain more, you know, appeal. That is That is the means by which you show yourself to be a person right. of like, you know, power of status is by saying, look, look at, you know, what I have. I should be giving away all this power. I should be, I should be using my voice for the voiceless. Right. right. So like that kind of, that kind of concept, um, a very like hardcore egalitarian principle. Right. And right. Or a, even, um, this is, this is borderline into I mean, Marxist language yeah, as well right. of, of that kind of love. Which is just common. It's just common language now, right? So I, I know you're not yep. supposed to say that because it's like conspiracy theorists probably to say that anybody's a Marxist, even when they say they right. are. <laughs> but yeah, but I think it is, I think it is fine to say that this language is just so common. It's just picked up on. And, and I think, again, part of the positive read of why would Tim Keller say this this way is, I think we would read it in the same way you explained why Christianity Today is interviewing Joshua Harris. He is using that kind of language specifically because he wants to attract those kinds of people. Right, he's trying to reach a very specific demographic that he thinks will be in some way attracted to that kind of language. And I think, again, but I think, again, the way the way this is phrased is a problem. So let's see, let's see what happened. Tim Keller goes to bed Sunday night after this Yoda tweet, and he wakes up today... And the world, the internet wasn't as happy as Welcome he might have Twitter. guessed. This is what happens. You so, got to be careful. So he said, know? he starts with also seeing. Also, by the way, is he running this account? Does he, I mean. So, so the, um, we, we know he's been sick with cancer. We do pray for his recovery yeah, and his absolutely. family. Um, and his Twitter says that he and his son run it. Okay. Generally, if his son, his son generally tries to indicate if it's him, right? Okay. Or, or. I think probably the times where he doesn't respond, it's probably just either sermon quotes, right? Things he said over time. Yeah. Um, and this could have been that, but it, maybe the maybe amount of attention it's, it's like maybe, gotten. Maybe, Dad, maybe you better uh, get over here. <laughs> yeah. It's getting rough so, on the interwebs. He starts with, also see Matthew 26, 53, which we will open to in a second. The idea that re- Jesus refrained from using his power on the cross and when he was born as a helpless babe, all to save us, 
I thought did not need much explanation. I may stand corrected. Thus, these three follow-up tweets. So, uh, Matthew 26, 53 is maybe what you expect in the verse to be. Do you not think that I can appeal to my Father and he will at once send more than 12 legions of angels, right? Where Christ is indicating, I have the power to conquer right now. I'm going to the cross willingly. And I'm not going to. So that's his first follow-up. We'll just do all three, and then we can we can talk about them. Uh, read this great essay by Warfield. Jesus did not get up, up his deity when he came to earth, but the powers and prerogatives of his deity. On Philippians 2, words cannot adequately paint the depth of his humiliation. This was that he, who is by nature in the form of God, in the full possession and use of the divine attributes and qualities, powers and prerogatives, and was willing to do so for us. B.B. Warfield. So, I think his, again, this is why his his first follow-up is a almost complete change of subject, right? Jesus refrained from using power to save us, right? This is, and this is why this is a... Can you remind, what's the original tweet again? Yeah. The heart of the gospel, the heart of the gospel is the cross, and the cross is all about giving up power. All about giving up power. Right. Which even, I mean, when we read from Matthew 26, that's actually not what's happening at all, right? right. Jesus is saying, I have all power right. right now. I could do whatever I want right now. And I am choosing to be taken to the cross. He's Jesus is saying to people who are expecting earthly political power, yep. I work differently. Yep. Not like that. And I have all authority. Right? This, this is why this is also... When you make this about, when you ultimatize this kind of language, which this short kind of quippy thing is doing, it you you immediate any any Twitter moron like me can figure out there's something wrong because Jesus rises from the dead, all authority, I have all authority in heaven and on earth, right? Yeah. Jesus rises to the top of all hierarchies, right, to rule, and and so I think this is a little bit of a correction and. I think when you, I also think when you tweet in ways that are purposely enigmatic, please don't be like, how could anyone be be confused? It does. It does seem that way a little bit. Although I want to here, I'm going to come to bat yep. for uh, Pastor Keller again and just say that I think that you could probably scrutinize any tweet by anybody to such an extent that you would say, oh, look, you're missing this context. You're missing this bit. Mm-hmm. You're missing that. Uh, I'm not saying this is a good tweet. <laughs> I'm right. not saying this was smart. I, I, I'm not even saying that it's good to say, hey, I'm going to go after the demographic that would like to hear this particular thing about the gospel yep. by giving them exactly what they want, right? Yep. Giving them what they, they would like to hear. Um, I don't think that that is a good tactic. I think right. that that's even dangerous. Um, but I do also think that we can scrutinize this to such yes. an extent that it just... And, and I think... I think, right, scrutinizing this to such an extent would be imagining a, what are his political motivations? Like, imagining all the machinations behind it. I think, right, what I... It was sloppy. Exactly. And and he should have come out and said, okay, it was sloppy. Here's what I intended to say, and this is what I meant. Which, again, is what what he was trying to do. Now, I will say something. Uh, The Warfield article he linked to is great is eight pages long and is about imitating the example of Christ. Warfield is not describing the gospel in terms of giving up power. And it this is a this is I'm going to link to it in the show notes because this is a 
if you want to think about what this kind of content would be in the most helpful and most uh, interesting way, right? That basically Warfield's point is he points out the humiliation of Christ, mm. how deep that was, how amazing that was in being born. I mean, right, he describes it. He literally worked under his father as a carpenter for years. Yeah. He chose to do that. Right. He worshiped in a synagogue with sinners. He chose to do that. Mm. And then, right, the, the, the death, right? He walks through all of this, and then he basically says that what we are supposed to do, if I were to summarize it, is follow him in self-giving and self-sacrificial love. Yeah. That is what Warfield's general point is, which is is different semantically and in, I think in some important ways yeah. than the tweet. Right. So, Categorically even, it is, is different, different than saying this is the gospel as opposed to this is the example that we have from the life of Christ. Right. And so, I mean, even... Even let me just give you the very opening of this. That it was kind of one of the moments. I, again, this thing is I would I could just sit down and read quotes of this for one of our yeah, bonuses. Probably a great, it, yeah, it would be a great, great uh, thing to do this time right. of year. He says it literally starts this way. As after he quotes Philippians two, the great you know the great um, hymn about Christ. There he says, "Christ our example, after Christ our Redeemer, no words can more deeply stir the heart of the Christian than these." Right, so. B.B. Warfield has said, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm not talking about Christ our Redeemer. Because I think B.B. Warfield would say, the heart of the cross is Christ our Redeemer. I think that is what he would say. It's about what he was doing, what God was doing. And he's saying now, there is an incredibly important second, right? He makes it second. He makes it second to this. Christ our example. Yeah. And that's and that's Paul's point in Philippians too. Yep. It's... I think that we can, the other way we can overread this is there are very bad attempts to make Christ's death merely exemplary yep. or, or these kinds of things, right. right? Or the, you know, the or the Protestant liberal version where it's, that's all it was. Right. Everything about Christ that's is everything. just an example. Yeah. We shouldn't remove that, right? We can't remove that as a pattern for Christian living, as the great example, as B.B. Warfield calls yep. it. But he does... In the beginning of this article, categorically distinguish mm. between these two things, between yeah. the category of Christ as our Redeemer, which is what the subject of the gospel is, and Christ our example. Yeah, great. Win some winter! Yeah, shout out B.B. Warfield. B.B. Warfield. Read more B.B. Join us tomorrow for even more Restless.